So hi everyone, my name is Kelly and I'm from Portico. Today I'm here with Ashley and our special guest, Supreet. Today's podcast is going to explore the world of telehealth and seniors. Some people may think that these two are opposing words. So let's discuss why there is such a large gap between the older population and telemedicine. And now here's a warm welcome to Supreet. Supreet has been managing a geriatric practice for over five years working with seniors on the front lines and have seen firsthand how difficult it is for older adults in this tech-driven world. So Supreet, how has COVID impacted your geriatric clinic? I would definitely say that in the beginning of COVID, you know, a lot of our patients were frustrated. We as um, healthcare providers were frustrated too. You know, it was completely new to us. A lot of our patients, they didn't know how to reach their doctors, you know, they needed prescriptions and, you know, they were vulnerable. They didn't know how to get access to care. Being seniors, they're not quite um, tech savvy with um, telemed, so they didn't know how to use um, computers and stuff. So it was definitely frustrating on both ends. So do you find that um, it was a more challenging experience for them when your clinic switched to virtual health? Definitely, because they weren't really aware of what to expect. And, you know, it being our first time as well, you know, we've never been through a pandemic. We didn't quite know how to like prep them as well for the switch. Yeah, it's I I find that there is a lot of challenging factors that we have to put into place when it comes down to senior patients. And do you feel like um, that we're kind of forgetting about the seniors when it comes to virtual health? I think we do because we assume like, um, for example, our age group or even like the physician's age group, right? Physicians know how to use computers, iPads, laptops. That's what they're used to. Whereas our seniors, not everyone has a laptop or even a computer or even a cell phone, right? They're used to maybe even just home phones. So for them, even having access to, um, what everything telehealth can offer that might not be something that's suitable for them because they don't have it at home. This might be kind of shocking. I was reading an article not too long ago and I had no idea, but did you know that 13 million seniors face telehealth unreadiness? And it's, that's so scary because it's their health. Oh yeah. And it's like, there's this digital divide when it comes down to, um, you know, senior patients in virtual health. Yeah, that's pretty, that's a very crazy number. I did not know that. Yeah, and um, so Supreet, I totally agree with you when you mentioned that, you know, a lot of seniors aren't tech savvy and that can be really scary and sad at the same time. Um, What are some tools that we can use to help seniors feel, you know, more comfortable, you know, using virtual health? Because I understand, like, you know, a lot of them don't trust, you know, you know, seeing practitioners online. A lot of them, you know, may not have the correct lighting or devices to use virtual health. Um, You know, what are some, you know, tools that we can use to make seniors feel more comfortable? You know, looking back at it, like um, I'm having like an idea right now, what we could have done. Um, we had all these spare rooms, right? Exam rooms. Our doctors were working from home. They're empty. What we could have done is just, you know, and got seniors um, inside those rooms, set up a computer there, 
it's good lighting there. They have access to um, us as MOAs to help them with any technical difficulties. And that kind of would have been able to like prepare them in the future, right? 100%, were... 100%, 100% agree with you. And that is, that's such, you know, a good feature to have in a clinic because a lot of doctors are working from home and a lot of doctors are still paying a lease monthly to have their clinic, you know, running, but you know, a lot of them are not working in the clinic. So, you know, having that option available for, you know, patients who aren't so tech savvy, I think that's brilliant. Yeah, it would definitely would have helped because we've had those extra rooms. And even if patients, say, brought their own laptops in, perfect, right? We would have been able to, okay, this is Zoom or this is um, telemed. This is what you need to click on. This is how you access like the video call, everything. And then your next appointment, they don't need to come to you. Um, do you think, you know, from your experience of working in a, you know, a geriatric clinic for five years, do you think, you know, in this day and age of a pandemic and whatnot, do you think that, you know, now and even for the future that we should implement some sort of educational platform for senior patients, um, you know, showing them how safe it is to, you know, see your physician virtually? Yeah, I definitely think it's something that um, we should look further into. Um, again, like you mentioned before, you know, uh, seniors, um, they don't feel safe. They don't know if it's the right doctor, all those kind of things. So if we were to start educating them before, say, a pandemic hit, right, they're already comfortable using that system. They've been using it, right? They don't have to wait for a pandemic to hit. So simple things like prescription renewals, why can't that be done over telemed, right? It saves the seniors time. They're not exposed to certain viruses that are in walk-in clinics, right? Everyone's sitting so close to them. And I know right now we're going, trying to get back to the norm. But I think definitely in the future, um, we should have a system that's set up that educates them, um, whether it's telemed or anything else, anything new, um, we should definitely uh, I agree. Do that. Yeah, I 100% agree. I just feel like, you know, I mean, I lost my grandma, you know, during the pandemic. And I feel like <clears throat> if things like, you know, an educational platform for virtual health was implemented, you know, years ago, you know, we would have pre been preventing, um, you know, things like this, because like 13 million seniors that face tele health unreadiness, I think that's just not right. And something should be done about it. Yeah, that number is pretty um, unacceptable. You know, that's our senior population. They're the most vulnerable population, especially during um, COVID, the pandemic. You know, they were the ones that were hit first and they should have been the ones that received the most care. But unfortunately, the way our system was set up, they weren't prepared for that. And we as healthcare providers weren't prepared to help them either. So, I mean, that number 13 million seniors is very shocking and it's unacceptable and we should really um, find ways to prevent that in the future. I totally agree with you, Secret. And I feel like, you know, teaching a senior opposed to telling them that, hey, this is how things are done nowadays. And it's up to you to keep up with the times. And I don't feel like that's fair because seniors, I mean, they're not, they could be a little bit slower adapting to, you know, technology. And I find that if you educate them opposed to telling them that, hey, these are the changes, this is how you're going to see your doctor, it can get really scary and it can 
kind of like not make me want to use virtual health. Have you incorporated any educational uh, platform in your in your practice for your senior patients so they can get comfortable using, you know, virtual health? You know what? That's a really good point, Ashley, when you said educating them. We didn't at first. And we did exactly what you said. You know, you tell them, oh, log into this, do this, this, this. They'll come on this page and then click this. And to them, someone who is not used to going on a laptop, that's really hard to do. You know, for us in our age, that's super easy. For someone who doesn't even own a cell phone, only has like a home telephone, that's super hard. So, you know, a thing that we should have done and I think would have been really, really helpful to our seniors is we had all these empty exam rooms. You know, our physicians were working from home. We should have been able or we should have set up um, certain rooms for seniors to do their virtual appointments in. And us being the MOAs and the managers of the clinic, we would have been able to be there to assist them. You know, they could bring their laptop in or they could use our computer and we could say, okay, log in in front of me and I'll show you how to do it. And then they do it. We teach them they'll, you can, they get familiar with the system, right? How to use the video call, everything like that. So I think that actually, had we have implemented that in the beginning would have definitely caused um, our clinic to run a lot smoother. It would have caused our seniors to not be so anxious during appointments because that was a really big problem that we had. And it would have just been very um, smooth on both ends. And I think that would have allowed them to be more confident and have um, more trust in telemed. So what it sounds like, it's like you're trying to incorporate kind of like a mentor-mentee workshop for your seniors, kind of like showing them once or twice, and then they can go home and comfortably, you know, see their doctors virtually. I think that's brilliant. Yeah. What do you think, what do you think about, Supreme? what do you think about, um, like, you know, being prepared at home with like, you know, medical supplies. So the seniors are actually getting the most out of their visit. Yeah, that was um, definitely an issue that we had in the beginning as well. Um, you know, we'd had our physicians call for a patient, say um, it was blood pressure. They needed their prescription renewed. The patient didn't know what blood pressure they had at the moment or they took it in the morning. Nothing, right? We're not prepared for that. So, and that, what that results is, is, safety issues is the doctor giving the incorrect dosage now right and definitely simple things like blood pressure weight machines um, all of those kind of things had the patient known like okay this is a checklist I need to like knock off before my patient before my physician's call definitely you get the most out of telemed that way Oh, 100%. So, you know, like just having like what you just said about having those medical supplies that, you know, majority of people have at home, um, but incorporating that into your actual virtual health, which is going to provide the utmost, like the best patient care virtually. Um, my last question to you, Supreet, is before we let you go, do you think virtual health is here to stay? And what do you think the future outcome for virtual health and seniors is going to be during the times to come? Um, yeah, I definitely think that uh, virtual health um, has been a great asset um, to our healthcare system. It provides, you know, efficient care, um, I think, for a lot of our patients. And just simple things like it decreases wait time, right? You don't have patients waiting in our waiting room for two hours, sick patients, right? They could be at home. Uh, and that keeps us as MOA safe. It keeps our physicians safe and it keeps other other patients safe. 
Um, also things like, you know, the white coat syndrome where patients do their blood pressure at home and the moment they come to the clinic, their blood pressure rises. And then again, they're getting incorrect medication. Because they're scared. Exactly. And then with telemed, we don't have that problem. So I think depending on the patient, virtual care is amazing. And I think going back to what we were discussing, if we had proper education for all of our patients, um, especially our seniors, we could use telemed, telemed for many, many things, and it could replace that interaction with our doctor that we don't need. Awesome, Supreet. It was really great having you on our podcast. Kelly, did you have any points to add? Yeah, and just the last few things. I just wanted to obviously thank you both for such an amazing discussion. And I think my main takeaway from this uh, discussion is that um, both parties need to put in the work. It seems like without that education, educational portion, um, seniors are left behind. However, you know, if once we approach telemedicine, telehealth to seniors um, in a fair way, they can put in the work, practitioners can put in the work, and I feel like that's when telehealth and telemedicine can flourish. So thank you so much for your insight, Supreet. Um, I hope Everyone has enjoyed this podcast as much as I did and stay tuned for our next podcast. Thanks everyone. Bye.